Psalms by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This podcast is proudly brought to you by A Language Center, a ministry of the Church of Pentecost. I want to take the word of God briefly under the title, Lord, Establish Our Future. You see, when you say you can, you are not coming, you are, you are, you are not saying, I can to go back. You are saying, I can for my future. Um, so I want to join Moses in the prayer that he prayed. And because it's a revival week, then we'll exalt ourselves and go back to that prayer and tell the Lord, whatever that is ahead of us, we can so establish it. Forever. Oh Lord, the word is, is settled. It's settled in, in heaven. heaven. Oh, forever. forever. Oh Lord, the word is settled in heaven. That's all right. We want to take our reading from Psalm 90, from verse 13 to 17. If you have the NIV, you can project for me. But I will read from four different other verses here. Here he said, Relent, O Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days on the line that Make us, no, just go on. Make us glad. For as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years we have seen trouble. Make your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us. Establish the work of our hands. The work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I want to take it again from the NLT, the New Translation. That one says, Oh Lord, come back to us each morning with your unfailing love so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Listen, if you are writing it today, you would have said to replace the days of COVID with good days ahead. Let us, your servants, see your work again. Let your children see your glory. And may the Lord our God show us his approval. And make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. I will take it again from the, I want to amplify it now. And see if you amplify it, what it says. Turn, O Lord, from your fierce anger. How long will it be? Be compassionate towards your servants. Revoke your sentence. Satisfy us with your loving kindness in the morning. 
now before we grow old that we may rejoice and be glad all our days make us glad in proportion to the days you have afflicted us and the years we have suffered evil let your work that is the signs and your power be revealed to your servants and your glory your majesty to their children let the glorious favor of the lord our god be on us confirm for us the work of our hands yes confirm the work of our hands for now i want to take it from the expanded bible expanded bible oh jehovah come and bless us you see how he has started oh jehovah come and bless us how long will you delay in other words we need the blessings now take away your anger from us satisfy us in the earliest youth with your loving kindness and because we are all young here that's why i'm bringing this one give us constant joy to the end of our lives to the end of our lives give us gladness in proportion to our former misery replace the evil years with good let us see your miracles again let your children see your, your glorious things the kind you used to do and let the lord our god favor us and give us success may he give us prominence to all we do may he give us prominence to all we do the last one is tlb oh teach us to live well to teach us to live well teach us to live wisely and well come back god how long do we have to wait and treat your servants with kindness for a change surprise us with love at daybreak then we will skip the dance and the day long make for the bad days with some good times we have seen enough of of evil to the last to the lifetime let your servants see what you your you are best at let your servants see what you are you are best at the ways you rule and bless your children let the loneliness the loving the loveness of our god our god rest on us confirm the work that we do oh yes affirm the work that we do amen you see i took time to read all this to satisfy everybody um if you don't get it clear from NIV, you'll get it clear from the TLB, from the Expanded Bible, from Amplify, and then to the TLB. All this is to give you key things. One person says this, another says this. But it's the same thing that they emphasize and bring the meaning out and out for you to know that yes, we can. Oh, you are not here this morning. So, Lord, establish our future. This was a prayer of Moses. He prayed 
when they were marching forward. He prayed this prayer when they were looking to the future. He prayed this prayer when they had gone through suffering. He prayed this prayer when they had their, their version of the pandemic. He prayed this prayer when he saw that for them, even if they are old, their children need to see the glory more than they have done. So he began by saying, oh Lord, come back to us. Then he comes to the tell me and say, oh Lord, turn from your fierce anger. How long will it be? So he says, come back to us. So the first point is that for our future to be established, God must be in our boat. And we must be with God. So God, come back to us. You see, God never travels. God is always with us. But this is a, a that statement shows that he, he wants to see the hand of God in all that they do. In other words, all that is happening, it appears God had left them. And it's just reminding that God, if for any reason you turn your back towards us, please let us see your face. In other words, all that has happened, we are tired. Father, we want to see you again. Please come back to us. Our prayer this morning is, Lord, may you visit us one more time. No, that has happened. The future may look bleak. We don't know what it has. Those who are in school, those who have completed, those who are about to go, you don't know what the future holds. But I want to announce to you, we know the one that holds it. He'll be able to tell you true. Because yes, we can. I want to assure you that after all this pandemic, we are in a, we are in a certain chapter of the book. But God is about to write your new chapter. The new chapter will be written. We don't know what that chapter looks like. But we trust the one that writes that chapter. You see, when somebody is going to write you a letter, you may not know the one that you may not know the content of the letter. But once you trust the one that is going to write it, you have no problem. You know that to be a good letter. Are you here? Um a very good friend, or maybe your, your girlfriend in a very good sense, your boyfriend in a very good sense, your relative is outside the country, he's going to send you a WhatsApp, he's writing you a letter. You might not know, you might not know what the content will be, but for the fact that you trust that this is a person that loves me, this is a person that I love, that person, whatever the content is, you trust that person. Hallelujah. So, Lord, come back to us. Lord, come back to us. Come back to my education. Come back to my future. Come back to my relation. And let me move forward and establish my future. And he was asking, how long will you delay? In other words, it appears that this has no end. But it has end. It appears that your unemployment has no end. But I've not seen anybody who has gone to school and completed and become unemployed till death. But you see, more especially with the children of God, he's looking for the best for you. It will come. You may think that the pandemic is going to ruin everything. 
Now your hopes and your dreams are still going to come to pass. So it is only a matter of time. When they say, oh Lord, how long? The other version said, how long do we have to wait? So they do not, the question is not whether you will not come. But the question is the wait. How long should we wait? How long should we wait for you to come back to us? But God is saying this morning, he certainly will come. But you see, after all this, why they, they try to emphasize on it is that he went on to say, Lord, have mercy, have pity, have compassion on your people. The only thing that hasten and make things easier is the compassion and the grace and the mercies of God. If you have any prayer this morning, it will ask him to be a candidate of God's mercy. When you, are, you attract God's mercy, you automatically attract his grace. So, what they were saying is that God wanted to grace us for our future. He wanted to do us favor. But first, when we attract your mercy, definitely the grace will come. I used to explain this in a very simple terms about grace and mercy. And I said that uh, mercy is the senior sister of grace. And I said that because under normal circumstances, or naturally when you are moving out or you are in your house, somebody comes to knock at your door. Corona, because of Corona, my job is, is my money, my finances are destroyed. I don't have anything. Can you please give me 20 Ghana? Can you please give me 100 Ghana? As he's explained the story, he sees something is touching you. He sees something is moving you to have, to, to think that you want to help. The thing that is moving in your heart, the thing that has taken to have pity and, and, and look at that person that you want to help, that thing is called mercy. And I said that when you are driving on the road and somebody comes to knock at your, your door, I need this. One will come and knock and you turn your face and say, get away. Another person will come and you want to roll down and give everything that you have. Whatever will touch you to say, get away, is no mercy. Whatever that touches you to say that, I want to give you the money, is called mercy. So when you release that money, what touches you is the mercy, but the hundred Ghana is the grace. And that is what God did. When we all sinned, our grandparents sinned in the Garden of Eden, and God had mercy on the earth, then he sent Jesus, who is the grace. So when you attract the mercies of God, the grace will come. Until now, you say, oh, and then you'll be at When somebody gives something to us, oh, this person, why do you say because he has given you something you receive something you see so when you say somebody oh this person has been gracious to me of what it's not just about the words it's or maybe something that you can feel something so he was saying that God with all that we don't know our future and the delay that you have delayed we want to plead let your mercy be shown to us May you attract the mercies of God. Amen. When you attract the mercies of God, the grace of God will come. Amen. I hope you are still here. Don't close and go and leave me. Uh -uh. So please, let's all close together, okay? Okay? If you're here, lift up your hand. Let me see whether you are still here.
So we are talking about, oh Lord, establish our future. I want to pray about it. But we talked about the fact that the people thought God has gone away. People are thinking that the corona is that God has turned his face and his travel and has left his people and we don't have, we, are, we, we cannot make it again. And that is the impression. So we are taking this prayer of Moses to also agree with him. That Lord, if that is the impression of the world, then come back to us for the world to see that you are still alive and you are still with us. Then he said, no, it, it looks like he's delaying, but show us your mercy. When your mercies come, when your mercies that is that, it satisfies us in the morning. And then, um, it, when that mercy satisfies you, satisfies you with the unloving, or unloving kindness of God. So the mercy will bring God's love. Satisfy is in the morning, or oh, each morning. The other version says, at daybreak. That day says, you know, uh, till the end of our lives. In other words, we, we are not just praying for that Corona will go and that our future will be pleasant, but for the fact that we don't want to see it in our lifetime again. Those who are about one year to 100 years before that, that died before 2019, they haven't seen Corona. In our lifetime, we have seen it. But I want to say that from now, till the time our lives will end, we don't want to see it again. So he says that God satisfies with unfailing love. God's love never failed. May he grant you grace with this love. May he hold your hands with this unfailing love. This unfailing love that makes you that you can make it. We cannot make it on our own. We can't just get up and say, yes, I can make it. It is true. But what makes you make that you can, you can make it is the unfailing love of God. When God show you that love, there is no way you can fail. Where others stop, you would bypass there because of the love of God. See, somebody says that you don't say excellence by grace. You are going to receive it. You are receiving it. It has to add or something that you are doing. So it is true, and I extend that, when your own effort, you are trying, but something must be added to your effort as well. When the love of God is shown on you, you are, you are a step ahead of the one that is only doing his efforts without the love of God. That is why Moses was praying with the people and said, yes, God, our God, we know that it is difficult. But please, let's take these things from our faces. Oh, you are not here. Who wants to have this thing in your face? I was telling the pastors, now we're praying, I said, look, you get up in the morning, especially our ladies, they will dress, do their makeup. They will even be late to church because of their makeup. They do everything. Then they come and use this to, to cover it. And, and you know that they don't want it. So some of them now decide to use only the seal so that at least you can still see the... Uh, but doctors say that, oh, uh, the, the face seal alone doesn't have like the, like the brother. Uh, but I, don't, don't worry. When you are not speaking, you are okay. <laughs> so you see, all of us are forced to wear this thing. That is not how we are. It's not how we've been living. No. God, take this thing away from our faces. Maybe there's a lady 
A man wants to marry, but he can't even see the face. So they said that, so as unloving kindness, so as your loving kindness, so that we may sing for joy. We may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Sing for joy. Sing for joy. You see, some people sing to mourn. When you go to funeral house, they sing. But those songs are not for, for, for joy. They are singing because somebody is dead. But our songs must be a songs that is a song of joy. They are songs that we can dance. They are songs that we can lift up the name of the Lord and say, how far you have brought us. May the Lord create a new song in your life. Let our lives be a new song. That every morning when you wake up, you are a new song yourself. Explain that a song is made up of several things. Song is made up of, of the sound. It's made up of the lyrics. It's made up of the rhythm. It's made up of the tune. It's made up of the words. So you see, song is not just what you hear. But there are many things involved. When you sing a song, I don't hear the words. It's a song. But the words that make the song the meaning. And you have the lyrics. You have the key you can use to sing that song. So that is why when you don't have, the lyrics are not there. The sound is not there. It is discord. So you see you yourself, you are a song. But the song has become so old that now it is causing discord. So you say, Lord, let our lives be a new song. So I like to sing, but normally I sing through people. But I pray that your life will be a new song every morning. Your life will not be a song with discord. Will not be a song without meaning. Will not be a song without sound. Because you should not just be singing, no, nobody hears what you are singing. Your sound should be able to go out and people to say that this is the song of Isaac E.C. We want to sing that song because a song of victory is a song of joy. Amen. You didn't say amen. amen. May the Lord make your life a new song. Amen. May you also sing a new song. Amen. There are people who have never sung a new song. The new song means that something that has happened new. Other than that, all the songs they sang before we were born, we have been singing those ones all along. The new ones keep coming. Those who compose the songs, every time, if you don't bring new songs, you become irrelevant. It means that there are people who come that cannot sing the old ones. The old ones doesn't make meaning to them. There is a new songs that make meaning in our time. May your life make meaning in our time. There are songs for every generation. Your song should not be sung, be sung in the old generation. Your song should be sung in the new generation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May you remain relevant to our time and the time you are moving forward. Amen. Many songs have been sung in the past. But when we are singing them today, in our time, we don't understand them. Even the language they used to sing them, we don't understand as beautiful they may, they are not relevant to our time. They were those songs. Somebody was sing, Amma, no, or Do you you, It doesn't make meaning to you because you don't know that person. But it's about you this time. May God give us a new song. May God make your life a new song. A song that will be relevant to your generation. 
a song that will be relevant to future generations. But he went on to say, you should sing that to the end of your life. And he said, give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. That is why I want you to take note. Give us joy in proportion to the way we have suffered. May he give you money in proportion to the one you have lost. The corona, people have lost money. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their income. People have lost their joy. People have even lost their, their stability, their faith. So throughout these periods, even as we march forward, Moses said that, Lord, we have suffered for years, but in our case it's months. Replace it. When he said replace, take it away as if it never happened. He did not just say repair it. He said, say it after me, replace. When you are replacing, you are not repairing. You are just taking it and fixing it. You move this one and fix it. So all from February, March, uh, up to this time, that the pandemic, whatever it has destroyed, you see, you just don't take paint and go and paint it and see if it is new. God said, the Moses said, God, can you remove that part and fix a new one? So that when they see, it looks like it never happened before. So whatever that you have said, have a setback. May the Lord replace it in proportion. In proportion. So if you were going to receive 100,000 that you have suffered, may God bring more 100,000 in proportion. May the Lord replace for you. I say may the Lord replace this morning. May he replace and replace with better ones. And I pray that even if our pastor proceeds on transfer, God will replace for Elank. And even as pastor goes, God is using him to replace something. It is something that has, has done, has had its lifespan, and they need a new lifespan. And pastor is the only one who is the new span to fix in that hole. May the Lord replace for you. I don't know what is lost in your life. I don't know how you have suffered. But he said replace it in proportion of our time. Then as we move on, he said let your servants see your work again. Because he has done it before. Uh, you have done these miracles before. So let us, let us see your glory again. Let us see your strength again. Father, you have done it. Even in Egypt, you have done it. As you move towards the journey, you continue to do it. Today, we want to see it again. May Lord cause you to see it in your lifetime. We want to see the work that God used to do. What is the work that he used to do? The work he used to do is that you used to be happy. You are not supposed to be sick. You are not supposed to be suffering. That is how you used to do it. They were happy. When they need food, he gives them. When they need meat, he gives them. When they need water, he gives them. Then what happened that today you don't have? Then they say, Lord, do it again. We want to see it again. If you have done it for others, it's our time. Yes, and he can do it because he's the Lord that I can. Because our time is up, I want to quickly run up. 
to say that he say, not just on us alone, but let our children see your glory. So you see, let our children see your glory. Let's assume that we are even the children today. This pandemic has affected young people more than the old. Because those who are all supposed to go to school, they are not going to school. They are going to take steps backwards in the education. Completed school, because there is a bad backlog, people have to go before they come. It's affecting children in the sense that not the sickness per se that attacks them, but even what your parents will do to help you, they themselves cannot do it again. So when he was praying, even though he was concerned for themselves, but what he was more concerned is for the young people, that they will see God's glory. Because after all, he has seen it before. But the children haven't seen it before. He has seen what God has done to the Egyptians in all those times. In their time, they have seen the glory in many times. But for the children, they haven't seen it. But his prayer is that, let also see the glory of God. You will see the glory of God. Your father's cast will not be your glory. Your own cast will be your glory. Oh, you are not here. I say your father's house will not just be your glory, but your own house will be your glory. Your father's land should not be your glory. Your own land will be your glory. After all, you see, when it even comes to marriage, your father's marriage should not be your marriage. You also have to marry. Let your marriage be your glory. Your father's certificates, you cannot go and work with them, can you? That to be forgery and that to be fraudulent. And that to be a crime. Your certificate must bear your name. So if your father had first class and you go and have upper, upper, lower, or whatever, it is all the same. You might see your own glory in your own time. May you see your own glory. May you see your own glory. The fathers of this church have seen their own glory. But pastor, it's our time to see our glory too. Their time that talked about the things that the Lord has done in many, many ways. It was their glory. Let us see our glory in our time. I want you to take time to pray for yourself and for your children and whatever. The Lord let our children see a glory. And the answer said, God, establish the work of our hands. Establish our future. In other words, your, the work of your hands is for your future. Why do you work? You work because of tomorrow. If it's only today, you have seen today. You don't need anything. But you are working today because you want to have tomorrow. God establish that one so that we can see tomorrow. Can we be on earth? Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you have been blessed by this message, kindly share it with others. For counseling and inquiries, please reach us on 0244-975-072. You can also contact us for more of such inspiring messages. So we come your way again. Stay blessed. Peace. Shalom. Shalom.